Chapter Twenty of the Montessori Method. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lenny. The Montessori Method by Maria Montessori, translated by N. E. George. Chapter Twenty: Sequence of Exercises. In the practical application of the method, it is helpful to know the sequence, or the various series, of exercises which must be presented to the child successively. In the first edition of my book, there was clearly indicated a progression for each exercise. But in the children's houses, we began contemporaneously with the most varied exercises, and it develops that there exist grades in the presentation of the material in its entirety. These grades have, since the first publication of the book, become clearly defined through experience in the children's houses. Sequence and Grades in the Presentation of Material and in the Exercises First Grade As soon as the child comes to the school, he may be given the following exercises. Moving the Seats in Silence Practical Life Lacing, Buttoning, Hooking, etc. The Cylinders Sense Exercises Among these, the most useful exercise is that of the cylinders, solid insets. The child here begins to fix his attention. He makes his first comparison, his first selection, in which he exercises judgment. Therefore, he exercises his intelligence. Among these exercises with the solid insets, there exists the following progression from easy to difficult. A. The cylinders in which the pieces are of the same height and of decreasing diameter. B. The cylinders decreasing in all dimensions. C. Those decreasing only in height. Second grade. Exercises of practical life. To rise and be seated in silence. To walk on the line. Sense exercises. Material dealing with dimensions. The long stair. The prisms, or big stair. The cubes. Here, the child makes exercises in the recognition of dimensions, as he did in the cylinders, but under a very different aspect. The objects are much larger. The differences much more evident than they were in the preceding exercises, but here, only the eye of the child recognizes the differences and controls the errors. In the preceding exercises, the errors were mechanically revealed to the child by the didactic material itself. The impossibility of placing the objects in order in the block in any other than their respective spaces gives this control. Finally, while in the preceding exercises the child makes much more simple movements, being seated, he places little objects in order with his hands, in these new exercises, he accomplishes movements which are decidedly more complex and difficult, and makes small muscular efforts. He does this by moving from the table to the carpet, rises, kneels, carries heavy objects. We notice that the child continues to be confused between the two last pieces in the growing scale, being for a long time unconscious of such an error after he has learned to put the other pieces in correct order. Indeed, the difference between these pieces, being through the varying dimensions, the same for all, the relative difference diminishes with the increasing size of the pieces themselves. For example, the little cube, which has a base of two centimeters, 
is double the size, as to base, of the smallest cube, which has a base of one centimeter, while the largest cube, having a base of ten centimeters, differs by barely one-tenth from the base of the cube next it in the series, the one of nine centimeters base. Thus, it would seem that, theoretically, in such exercises we should begin with the smallest piece. We can, indeed, do this with the material through which size and length are taught, but we cannot do so with the cubes, which must be arranged as a little tower. This column of blocks must always have as its base the largest cube. The children, attracted above all by the tower, begin very early to play with it. Thus, we often see very little children playing with the tower, happy in believing that they have constructed it, when they have inadvertently used the next to the largest cube as the base. But when the child, repeating the exercise, corrects himself of his own accord, in a permanent fashion, we may be certain that his eye has become trained to perceive even the slightest differences between the pieces. In the three systems of blocks through which dimensions are taught, that of length has pieces differing from each other by ten centimeters, while in the other two sets the pieces differ only one centimeter. Theoretically, it would seem that the long rods should be the first to attract the attention and to exclude errors. This, however, is not the case. The children are attracted by the set of blocks, but they commit the greatest number of errors in using it, and only after they have for a long time eliminated every error in constructing the other two sets do they succeed in arranging the long stair perfectly. This may then be considered as the most difficult among the series through which dimensions are taught. Arrived at this point in his education, the child is capable of fixing his attention, with interest, upon the thermic and tactile stimuli. The progression in the sense development is not, therefore, in actual practice, identical with the theoretical progression which psychometry indicates in the study of its subjects. Nor does it follow the progression which physiology and anatomy indicate in the description of the relations of the sense organs. In fact, the tactile sense is the primitive sense. The organ of touch is the most simple and the most widely diffused. But it is easy to explain how the most simple sensations, the least complex organs, are not the first through which to attract the attention in a didactic presentation of sense stimuli. Therefore, when the education of the attention has been begun, we may present to the child the rough and smooth surfaces, following certain thermic exercises described elsewhere in this book. These exercises, if presented at the proper time, interest the children immensely. It is to be remembered that these games are of the greatest importance in the method, because upon them, in union with the exercises for the movement of the hand, which we introduce later, we base the acquisition of writing. Together with the two series of sense exercises described above, we may begin what we call the pairing of the colors, that is, the recognition of the identity of two colors. This is the first exercise of the chromatic sense. Here also it is only the eye of the child that intervenes in the judgment, as it was with the exercises in dimension. This first color exercise is easy, but the child must already have acquired a certain grade of education of the attention through preceding exercises, if he is to repeat this one with interest. Meanwhile, the child has heard music, has walked on the line, 
while the directress played a rhythmic march. Little by little, he has learned to accompany the music spontaneously with certain movements. This, of course, necessitates the repetition of the same music. To acquire the sense of rhythm, the repetition of the same exercise is necessary, as in all forms of education dealing with spontaneous activity. The exercises in silence are also repeated. Third grade. Exercises of practical life. The children wash themselves, dress and undress themselves, dust the tables, learn to handle various objects, etc. Sense exercise. We now introduce the child to the recognition of gradations of stimuli, tactile gradations, chromatic, etc., allowing him to exercise himself freely. We begin to present the stimuli for the sense of hearing, sounds, noises, and also the baric stimuli, the little tablets differing in weight. Contemporaneously with the gradations, we may present the plain geometric insets. Here begins the education of the movement of the hand in following the contours of the insets, an exercise which, together with the other and contemporaneous one of the recognition of tactile stimuli in gradation, prepares for writing. The series of cards bearing the geometric forms we give after the child recognizes perfectly the same forms in the wooden insets. These cards serve to prepare for the abstract science of which writing consists. The child learns to recognize a delineated form, and after all the preceding exercises have formed within him an ordered and intelligent personality, they may be considered the bridge by which he passes from the sense exercises to writing, from the preparation to the actual entrance into instruction. Fourth grade. Exercises of practical life. The children sat and cleared the table for luncheon. They learned to put a room in order. They are now taught the most minute care of their persons in the making of the toilet, how to brush their teeth, to clean their nails, etc. They have learned, through the rhythmic exercises on the line, to walk with perfect freedom and balance. They know how to control and direct their own movements, how to make the silence, how to move various objects without dropping or breaking them and without making a noise. Sense Exercises In this stage, repeat all the sense exercises. In addition, we introduce the recognition of musical notes by the help of the series of duplicate bells. Exercises related to writing. Design. The child passes to the plain geometric insets in metal. He has already coordinated the movements necessary to follow the contours. Here, he no longer follows them with his finger, but with a pencil, leaving the double sign upon a sheet of paper. Then, he fills in the figures with colored pencils, holding the pencil as he will later hold the pen in writing. Contemporaneously, the child is taught to recognize and touch some of the letters of the alphabet made in sandpaper. Exercises in Arithmetic At this point, repeating the sense exercises, we present the long stare with a different aim from that with which it has been used up to the present time. We have the child count the different pieces according to the blue and red sections, beginning with the rod consisting of one section, and continuing through that composed of ten sections. We continue such exercises and give other more complicated ones. In design, we pass from the outlines of the geometric insets to such outline figures as the practice of four years has established, and which will be published as models in design. 
these have an educational importance and represent in their content and in their gradations one of the most carefully studied details of the method they serve as a means for the continuation of the sense education and help the child to observe his surroundings they thus add to his intellectual refinement and as regards writing they prepare for the high and low strokes after such practice it will be easy for the child to make high or low letters and this will do away with the ruled notebooks such as are used in italy in the various elementary classes in the acquiring of the use of written language we go as far as the knowledge of the letters of the alphabet and of composition with the movable alphabet in arithmetic as far as a knowledge of the figures the child places the corresponding figures beside the number of blue and red sections on each rod of the long stair the children now take the exercise with the wooden pegs also the game which consists in placing under the figures on the table a corresponding number of colored counters these are arranged in columns of twos thus making the question of odd and even numbers clear this arrangement is taken from Segan. fifth grade we continue the preceding exercises we begin more complicated rhythmic exercises in design we begin a the use of watercolors b free drawing from nature flowers etc composition of words and phrases with the movable alphabet a spontaneous writing of words and phrases b reading from slips prepared by the directress we continue the arithmetical operations which we began with the long stare the children at this stage present most interesting differences of development they fairly run toward instruction and order their intellectual growth in a way that is remarkable this joyous growth is what we so rejoice in and we watch in these children humanity growing in the spirit according to its own deep laws and only he who experiments can say how great may be the harvest from the sowing of such seed end of chapter 20 sequence of exercises